1: Welcome to Slumber Podcast Massacre with TNA. Oh, that's a theme. Oh, that's Andy. And this is a podcast about horror. Every week, Tim and I get together. We talk about a different movie from the horror genre, from your well-known classic, down to that rare gem that's only making martinis at the back <laughs> of your video store shelf. This week, we're returning to the old television set. It's a TV movie from 1982, Don't Go to Sleep. Tim, under the terrible circumstance in which your sister passes away, how do you think she would haunt you? What would she make you do? Oh,
0: well, um, probably, it would probably have maybe something to do with, like, sort of uh repenting for the fact that inexplicably, as a young child, sometimes I would just... Go into her bedroom and urinate in the corner. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> now it wasn't daily, and the funny part is, is that she does listen. I, I fear <laughs> asking this question. How old were you? I was probably like, I'm going to say four. Okay, three, okay. three, four. Okay. All right. Yeah, anything above six is like, w- right, dude. It must have just been a thing with me because I also my parents one time woke up to me coming into their room. Pulling open my mom's like bottom dresser drawer and getting ready to piss on her clothes because I thought I was in the bathroom because somehow like like even the mechanics of opening the drawer wasn't enough to wake me up. I'm like, this is just what you do when you go to the bathroom. Um, Yeah, I, uh, you know, I. I think about my sister a lot in the context of when we were really little and we were, uh, and and still are, but as kids, we were very close and we played a lot and stuff, but you know, it's funny. I don't, It must've been the horror movies now that I think back, but I was kind of a scared kid, a little kid. Like I literally would, um, at like four or five years old, six years old would, uh, sleep with a crucifix. Oh man. Um, because of like a fear that that was, you know, like, Uh, like, like, you Some know. would say smart move. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh yeah, for, for like one specific monster. Anybody right. else is just gonna laugh at it. But um yeah, I uh I think that she would come back and um I don't know, she can be pretty spooky. She loves Halloween, she loves spooky things, she doesn't watch as much horror as she used to, but uh she's pretty creative and um yeah, it might just be uh payback for the uh the urination. <laughs> but um I, yeah, and maybe she. Just she take a maybe she. In may, your room. Yeah, maybe she just comes back and like one ups me and just starts taking a dump in the corner, <laughs> which is fine if she folds the clothes that are there and puts them away. Like I, I will make that trade. Yeah, could you tidy up while you make a mess? <laughs> I mean, yeah, literally, you can shit anywhere. Just put my clothes away. Oh, um, yeah. No, I, uh, I. But that's the thing though. Like apparently in, in my family it's not unheard of for uh, dead relatives to make appearances. So yeah, I've
1: heard I've yeah. heard that.
0: So um
1: yeah. I none have really caused any mischief though, no, right? No, no. They're just, uh, just hey, happy, happy to be there. in
0: hey, Sup. Yeah. 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 Um and uh yeah, it's it's apparently very uh brief and, and momentary, but always uh pleasant. Yeah. With any like little to no Defecation or urination, which is great. I've yet to see any past relatives, but
1: I'm really, you know, I don't keep in touch with enough of them. I can't imagine any of them wanting to (laughs) pop into me.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, maybe the, yeah, the fact that they can do like their spirits now and they can do anything in the world. Like
1: when my, when my, uh, you know, he didn't
0: have time for me when I was alive. So when my, uh, when my grandpa passed on my
1: mom's side, I took, my oldest up to see him in the hospital. And he had been like essentially in a coma for like three days. He had not been cognizant. And when we walked in there, I walked into him alert, trying to pull his catheter out. He couldn't really talk, uh, but trying to pull his catheter. Out, I was like, I had to go get a nurse. I was just like, Oh my God. And my fucking cousins resent me so much that I'm the one who got to like see his last conscious. Cause he died that night. Yeah. Yeah. So me of all people got to see like his last conscious moment. Like, fuck, I really feel like they uh, resent me a little bit for that still. Well, they definitely made comments at the time. I see. I've got the reverse problem. I, I love my grandparents, but I was not as close as other uh, people in my families were
0: on either side. Really? I've got the reverse problem. When my grant, when my mom's dad passed away, um, it was early in the morning and, uh, he almost died so many times that I almost didn't go where it's just like, this is just grandpa fucking pulling his shit again. But um, thankfully I did go. I love the man dearly and got there and we were all there for a long time. This was the crazy thing. The dude had one lung. He had tuberculosis, um, you know, survived the war, all that stuff. And, you know, he's, he's dying in the room there. Everybody's gathered around and, and, when we took him off of life support, we're just like, okay, this is it's gonna happen. He has like three hours. Oh god. He just fought like a maniac just to stay alive. And uh and I feel terrible because it was going on so long. And I smoked at the time regularly. Uh-huh. And uh I'm like, uh hey, you know, like I didn't want to say like, hey, I'm gonna go outside and have a cigarette while this man with one lung is dying in front of me. So um, I said to my, my one cousin, like, hey, do you want to come with me to, like, go get something to eat at the cafeteria or whatever? And so we, we started making that journey, but it was actually just me going outside to smoke. Right. And then we go back inside literally fucking three minutes later, and he died in that time. Oh. So I felt terrible that I pulled my cousin away. Right. <laughs> and I don't want to say he missed it. You know what I mean? But uh, I just felt awful. But um, yeah. Ugh. So uh, yeah, just stick it out, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I think that that's that's an interesting thing when you're when you actually get to be in the room when a loved one is passing away. Now it's different if it's under like not love good the, This
1: scenario never happens in this movie, oh, right? It? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I guess kind of on the front lawn, but still. yeah, right. But uh, the, the 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 driving force is a. Uh, automobile accident there's no yes. drawn out uh, illness or anything
0: still it, it yeah puts things in perspective yeah yeah um no i uh i think that uh i think that this movie is uh is interesting in that regard having to do with a uh the passing of a dead relative uh because um i don't know i mean i think most time people would want them to come back yeah so and maybe in their minds, they manifest that. I, I don't know. Or maybe in my, from what I'm given to understand that it actually does happen. So yeah. who's to say? The artist told you once. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> All right. We've got to. We've got a. We chose. Let, let me just start by saying this. We chose to do this movie. Yeah and it was i'm
1: gonna say this i didn't hate it when i watched it no Uh, you know but you know if you know how we do our episodes we are just coming off recording our two-year anniversary shining episode yeah and now
0: we're you know road weary
1: back in with a valerie harper tv
0: movie yes and that is easing in very much let's just uh, dive into it
1: because you know we have got some stuff to say about it i like this movie i like 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 it so, uh, yeah, we're going to cover uh, Don't Go to Sleep from 1982. Terrible title, by the way. Yes. What <laughs> the fuck? Um, written by Ned Wynn, directed by Richard Lang. It stars Valerie Harper, Dennis Weaver, Robert Ignico. Robin Ignico. Sorry, Robert. <laughs> uh, I don't know the budget. It was on ABC in December. Let's do Nan some, and then we can get into some spoilers. A family moves into a new home in hopes of starting over following the tragic loss of their daughter, Jennifer. However, not long after, uh, the other daughter begins uh, seeing her deceased sibling. (laughs) Did I even proofread this when I wrote it? Soon after, a series of tragic tragic events befall the members of the house, which eventually leads to Mother Laura questioning the sanity of her daughter and herself don't go to sleep fuck that's a terrible you could have, synopsis you could
0: have used that for uh, maximum overdrive soon after a series of traffic events
1: uh <laughs> <laughs> this good. is indicative of the effort i put into <laughs> <Right>. this episode <laughs> right yeah but it's, it's still a, gonna be a good
0: episode it's also a metaphor for the entire thing right and so um yeah well hey There is some fun stuff to talk about. This is a movie we've talked about before. It was
1: one that I had seen as a child. There are a couple images in this movie that stuck with me. Yes. Uh, No one had ever heard of it until, of course, you uh, knew exactly what it was when I tried to describe it. Uh, Yeah, uh, and so yeah,
0: this is your bright idea. I'm just saying. Right, it's true, and and I we've we've talked about it many times for for avid listeners that have heard that um, there was such a thing as the TV movie, and it was really you know God, I can literally sit here and I can feel that anticipation, even though it happened every week. I can feel that anticipation when like the movie of the week was about to start. Like they had some graphics that they would put on. It kind they always made it feel like sort of a big deal. It was the movie of the week. Like it, this was pre cable. This, this was pre video store. This is
1: pre Fox network. We're still at three networks and PBS essentially.
0: Yeah. And UHF stations. Pre CW. Um, like this is, this is before everything that matters. And, uh, <laughs> and so when it came on, it was kind of a big deal cause there was nothing else to do, especially if you're like six, right. um, you know, like there is, you know, but even for my parents, like there was, there was literally nothing else to watch at that moment, but it, it didn't feel special because there was nothing else. They still made it seem like you were doing the right thing by watching it. Right. Like I'm doing the thing that people are doing. Yeah. Um, but well, you know, cause they like don't have going a choice. To the
1: movies, you know? Yeah. Some people might not be able to afford it or, or have a movie theater by them. We're before multiplexes here. So your movie theaters showed
0: two movies. Yeah. Maybe three. Well, yeah, and if and if you're a kid, like, at least just the fact that they're amping up the excitement for it, you're like, maybe I will f- feel myself invested in this more than, like, the dryness of a Barney Miller. <laughs> right. You know, I might actually... Don't diss Barney Miller. No, no, right, no, but I mean, at the time, um, but... Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. I cannot say eight-year-old me loved watching Barney Miller. <laughs> right. So... So that was, well, you had your, I mean, you were either watching Mike Barney was actively Miller. was angry mash. Barney
1: Miller was on and not something else. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, when these things were on, long story short, that it was, it, it felt like an event. It felt special. And for a stretch of time, they would. You know, have these little horror movies, and you know these were never released in the theater. It wasn't intended for that, um, and they were, you know, kind of horror light. I suppose there was never a tremendous amount of gore. Yeah, it was just They're a, hallmark horror movies. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they were they were strong thrillers. Yes, is what they were aggressive thrillers, and um, so but but what separates this one. Is that, like you said, it did have a really, uh, it had a different sense of scariness because there was some imagery that they went with that to describe it to somebody on the street doesn't sound no. like if, I mean, literally, you'd feel stupid if you said, and I, and I won't dwell on this because I know we'll talk about it, Um But you'd feel stupid if you said to somebody on the street, like, oh, God, this movie was so scary. This girl was running a pizza cutter up the stair rail (laughs) while she was going up the stairs. (laughs) Nothing immediately terrifying about that. No. Um, But, man... traumatized
1: me right oh
0: god i just and and i didn't even know that they stuck on it as much as they do until i watched it again yeah uh because we we get a lot of it so um what separated this one is i think that like you've mentioned it before and there is something to this there is a uh at least a little bit of added stakes and excitement and evilness in general when it's kids that kill yeah and we had Mm an evil but i got to say it and i i i want to be careful about this um kind of a, a i'm 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 only qualifying this like seeing it at an age that i was where i was younger than her uh-huh. but kind of a really cute killer sure um you know that i'm sure grew up into a woman that i could say was was probably <laughs> nice looking i mean i'm not going to say that this child was right but um but she had a neat look to her though didn't you were she? saying probably at that age you were like oh i like girls
1: right yes yeah. Yeah. and she helped
0: yeah right <laughs> i mean she's no like daisy duke but i mean well, you know, no, come on but who could jesus be? christ uh <laughs> but but no she she was this i guess what i'm trying to say is she's kind of a this pretty girl that is pretty goddamn evil yeah so that that was a thing she
1: has a very natural innocence
0: yes to her look right yeah um she's a bad seed yes and uh and so the movie did have an elevated creepiness beyond what was probably your normal, quote unquote, horror TV movie. Yeah. So you saw it. I saw it. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah, it, it
1: was one. Yeah. the The, as we say, pizza cutter, that imagery, like always. And it is. It's so weird. It's just that idea of it going up the banister. But, you know, at the time, I think remembering it. I always imagined it where you just saw the pizza cutter, but you saw the full pizza cutter. But now watching it now, I'm like, oh, the girl is doing all of these things. Yeah, But at the time, I was like, in my mind, it was just like a ghost <laughs> whose hand you can't see yes. is rolling this pizza cutter menacingly up this banister. Right. Uh, and I do remember the image of the window opening on the roof and knocking the the, yeah. the boy. Those those two are things that stuck with me. I remember watching it with my mom and my brother. My brother unfortunately does not remember this. I traumatized him so much. He's blocked <laughs> nearly a decade out of his life. Bro, don't worry. A lot of it was done doing nerdy lame shit, so it's a good thing you forgot. Nerd. No, I'm kidding. Wait, I love but, my brother very much. And well, I had a nazi for a best
0: friend. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, because you get here, yeah, you get caught up in the fervor. That you weren't the first person to get caught up in a Nazi fervor. No, um, but uh, it's
1: very appealing <laughs> to right. a young mind.
0: Yeah, power is like love it. Yeah, a, a good orator, you know, can just sway a nation. You get a little fist pounding on the podium, right? We don't know what he's saying. We don't need to know. No, It's just he's excited about it. So yeah. am I. I'm here for it. I love passion. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> But the pizza cutter thing is funny, though, because it's and I don't like people listening are like, is there anything else that happens? in this <laughs> right? But it's so pervasive Not that really. And so it like it just, it, you know, it affects you so much that literally if someone broke into my house, I might if I didn't have a knife, like if I had a, a fork is probably a better weapon. It's certainly a better weapon. But I would pull out the pizza cutter as a result of this movie just because it looks menacing as hell to me. Right.
1: And I would Which look, in reality, the most useless as a weapon oh, yeah. item in your kitchen.
0: But I but the look on my face when I would look at the perpetrator would be like, You're fucked now. Right. And you know it. You see what I'm doing? Yeah. At? Yeah. You got eyes. You know what this means. <laughs> It means that it's tough as fuck to clean the hardened cheese off of when it's been on there for three days, and you're yeah. like, "God damn!" Um, but yeah, no. So there is, yeah, there is more to it than a pizza cutter. There is, the, as you said, a family that moves into a home. Now, this family is kind of fun because <laughs> <laughs> you've got Valerie Harper, who I was. Um, I'm going to go if we're talking about like weird attractions here. I was sort of oddly attracted to her uh, as a kid. Um, She seemed uh, motherly, but sort of spunky um, and kind of like down to earth. And um, I like that. She's funny. Yeah. And um, she had her show called Valerie, uh, which. Well, but before that, she had her own show called Rhoda. And before that she was on the American. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, so this is a woman has been on T V for a while. Yeah. Um and Yeah, uh, ruled the
1: seventies. She was one yeah. of those iconic seventies television personalities, and then in the eighties Yeah. Uh, it kind of rested on you know, just sure. was like helmed and cruised on it. She never really broke out in anything larger than starring in her own
0: television show. Right. Which is pretty good, uh, you I know. Wish,
1: but, yeah, I wish I had that problem.
0: So here she's on this show that initially is called Valerie, and um, it's just her and a family. And um, the guy that played the dad was also the the actor that played the uh, Dylan McKay's dad in on Nine Hundred Two One Zero. He was a pilot. He was never around, right? And it, wasn't he a pilot on the show? And he was like never around Nine Hundred Two One Zero. No, on uh, well, on uh, Valerie. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes, he was yes. Right, yeah, yeah. So sorry, I you, was reading about her. I'm really, gonna pay attention to what you're saying now. But the real thing that you like know the, the audacity that, you're asking me a 902 no question. <laughs> no, I, I know better than that. Actually there were two actors that played Dylan McKay's father, but I I I know you know that. Um so here's the show Valerie. Jason Bateman, a, a young Jason Bateman, who was really like watchable, even at that. Oh, like, he was funny. Yeah. And there was, like, you kind of wanted to be like him. Like, he was, oh, he was, he was seemed cocky. Like a, he was a good looking kid. He was cocky. Yeah. He had kind As of a cool a kid, style. Like,
1: that kid fucks. I want to be that kid. Yes. Right. But I became the, brother, that, but that, the uh, nerd you, brother You
0: worded that the right way. Yeah. Like, yeah, you want to be that kid. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Right. You said it the right way. Um, so. Anyhow, um, he's funny in it. Um, there was another brother that was just kind of a doof. Yeah. Um, he was the smart brother, right? Um, but, uh, it was, was Jason Bateman's punching bag. Yes. And so it was, it does have some, uh, claim to fame as it was the first network television primetime show to feature the word condom. Uh, so that's exciting. Um, but, yeah, we've got this TV movie here. We've got this family that moves into this house. And it is a fun family because you've got Valerie as the mom. Like I said, very likable. Oh,
1: I thought there was a sister in that show. But well, I thought that. so,
0: too. Jason Bateman is the older brother. Oh, there's two younger brothers. And then
1: the two younger brothers. Yes.
0: Right. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're totally right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. um. <laughs> so this family is fun because, you know, like I've said, you got Valerie. Then you've got Dennis Weaver, who you might know from Duel, if you've seen Duel. Uh, I don't know Steven him from Spielberg's anything. He's been in a lot of TV other stuff, movie. hasn't he? Uh, yeah, he did a lot of like Western stuff. Gunsmoke and yeah. stuff like that. So he is a just a little bitch is what Dennis <laughs> Weaver is. He's a little bitch in Duel. And he keeps it going all the way through this movie. That's true. He he is just a whiny little, just <laughs> pathetic excuse for a, a man or a person. He's the meekest patriarch ever. And he's bitchy. He's he he just like he's just meek and bitchy. Like if you're gonna be meek, be lovable. You right. know, be be sweet. But um, no, he's just kind of bitchy. He he's got no self confidence. Uh Valerie's really kind of the, the strength of the family. If it weren't for her mother, who also lives with the family, who I'm not sure if that actress has ever um, acted before that plays the grandmother.
1: Oh, yeah. She's like an old school Broadway. Well, that's what person. I
0: thought, because in the credits, it says like special appearance by so and so. And I'm like, Gordon. yeah,
1: she's a screenwriter and a playwright. So she's more of a writer, I guess.
0: Well, that makes sense, because she's certainly not more of an actor.
1: No, but I uh, kind of thought she was funny in this.
0: Oh, she's, yeah, the the character is, is yes, nice. Yes, I guess it's more of yeah. the
1: character is...
0: Yeah, that just, like, yeah, kind of, what do we want to say? Like, she's a real liver and onions broad. There you yeah. go. That's a good, uh, man. <laughs> she's just, you know, tough and, uh, you know... Takes no shit and says what's on her yeah, mind to,
1: to our younger listeners. Uh, grandparents used to not like you <laughs>
0: like that used to be a thing. Right. Like grandparents loving their grandkids feels like a new thing. You could openly hate children <laughs> right. because they were children. Right. They were in the way the yeah. adult. Yeah, they're we're doing adult. The adults are talking. Mary, control your child. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's her demeanor. And then we have a brother who you will recognize from Poltergeist. And Did she
1: won an Oscar for writing uh, uh, Adam's rib. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: I used to have that movie poster. Super <laughs> tangent. I don't know why. Yeah. I no. picked it up somewhere and I had an old Spencer Tracy Adam's rib poster in my room. Right. Yeah. Next to that's like the things I'd clipped out of the swimsuit issue
0: well i can't I can't rip on that too much because i i well I never got my hands on it, but I had my name reserved on a poster in a grocery store that said uh, ninety nine cent chunk cheese yes. but they never gave it to me so at least you had yours Ugh. um but anyhow the the there's a younger brother who you will recognize from Poltergeist and possibly some dental textbooks <laughs> <laughs> he's in it. <laughs> Then, then there is uh, the other younger sister who kind of has. And I'm, I'm going to say this just, and I, I honestly, if we're just having fun with this episode, I'm going to say something, and I I have to get it off my chest because I feel like it exists. Have you ever had somebody that looks a certain way, and you just associate them with being a certain kind of person? Like sure. she she has that sort of like, and and this is no offense to anybody because I my. Familial makeup is of all sorts of walks of life, yeah. but doesn't look ever looked into that? Uh, uh The uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I've I've had an interest, you know, yeah, just a little kind of emerging interest in that. This girl has a white trash face. That's what I'm saying. She oh. looks. She's got that pinched sort of like Jennifer? possumy. Yeah, not 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 the not the dead one. Oh. Oh, Mary. yes, Mary. Mary. Oh, yes. That kind of like yeah. that thin-lipped, that sort of squinty <laughs> eye. You know, they just look like, you know, I I just, I hate to say that, but she, I don't, you don't necessarily care for this child when you yeah. first see She's her. She's going to be the, the friend you don't like of the girl you like. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's an excellent way to put it. <laughs> and um, so anyhow, I, but I'm not going to rip on her too bad because when you, when we're first introduced to her, she seems like a normal uh everyday child and you wouldn't even guess that she had the capacity to turn sort of evil yeah but she kind of pulls it off i
1: I thought she was really good in this. yeah i liked her performance i kind of like well i can't say i liked everyone's performance all the women in this were good mm-hmm. i enjoyed the men not so much yeah thankfully there were only two of them right even but if did, it- the the daughter who dies jennifer yes so we first see her uh because yeah they move into the house the mother-in-law has beat them there and is putting up photos and apparently you're not we're, they're not they're trying to kind of move past jennifer so they don't want to put photos up but the son what's his name kevin 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 catches her with these photos up. Now initially seeing these photos, I thought that girl was 18 years old.
0: Yes. And then the and
1: then thank the you dad, for saying that by the, the way. dad makes a comment about how they were him or she and the other daughter were close to the same age and I was like, mm. "Wait, what?" Yeah. How? Wait, what? But, and then when you actually see her, I'm like, "Oh, yeah, she's like 12 or 13."
0: Yeah. But but you're right. So I mean, it's somebody wouldn't be completely off base to say that that girl might be 18. Right. No, don't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. No, she's she has uh what's what's neat two year was their last. (laughs) No. All I'm saying is what's neat about Jennifer when She does have a very pretty face. Yes. And and that she is um kind of this sort of like iago character like she's she's not there to do the dirty work herself it almost makes her more menacing that she's going to push her sister to do it yeah her living sister right and you know the one thing that i did not remember from this movie was that i i didn't remember that it took so long for them to actually show the accident that killed jennifer i mean right. it's right at the very it's end where the they very finally yeah. show you yeah so what happened was is that ultimately Mary tied her sister's shoelaces together. And then there was uh, some sort of, of accident where they had to well they had to get out of the car. Yeah, they got hit by a van. Yeah.
1: And then the dad knew this car is going to explode everyone out. Uh 'cause cars used to explode. Yes. There's a thing.
0: Grandparents hated children and cars <laughs> exploded. Yeah.
1: That was the death and taxes for children.
0: Two things you could rely on. Your grandparents hated you. Your car might explode. And you'll die of quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> so those three things.
1: But yeah, so they're all scrambling to get out of the car. But the sister has her shoes tied together and cannot get out. Yeah. Because of you know, of course, that would prohibit her.
0: Yeah, because when someone ties your shoelaces together, you lose all function of your arms. Yeah,
1: because the other two literally have to climb
0: over her to get out of the car. She's closest to the door. They right. have to get out of. She literally, by having her <laughs> shoes tied together, has a handle. Like you, like this. She has as a human handle. You could just grab that and right. go. But uh, yeah, she perishes in the fire. In the yeah, in the. Mayhem that
1: ensues you know it's like The opening of Home Alone where they leave Kevin it's just like they can't keep track of his Kids and is all of a sudden like whoa where, Where's Jennifer
0: yeah If if in Home Alone the house Just immediately blew up <laughs> That would be It pretty much like that it's a yeah. different movie But um just perishes in a fire Yes that's the end of the movie right And uh but we know there's But it's an a big accident. house I mean yeah. so that fire it takes A while <laughs> right. but uh he's up in the attic Yeah <laughs> So, anyhow, so this this family has been beset by tragedy, but buckle up because it's not over. Um, what's fun about this fun in a sort of like uh, demonic or not demonic, but evil way is that this ghost. Ghost of the deceased sister comes back and is manipulating the other sister. But what's so frustrating as a viewer is that we know that that's what's happening, but the rest of the world thinks that she's just kind of going crazy.
1: Now, I would say, because that's something I was going to ask you, do you think the ghost of Jennifer exists? Because I don't think she does. Well, I watched this movie saying, oh, the girl's just crazy. Because she already... Could have helped her sister out of the car. She closes the door on yes. her because she's already bitter about her. About She's obviously the favorite of the yeah. grandmother and of the parents. Uh, but she is the oldest. Uh, but I will speak from experience. The oldest is not always the favorite necessarily. No, uh, <laughs> but in this instance, it is. Um, so, yeah, she's already
0: a I'll kill you person. Yes, but it kind of bridge episode back to The Shining um, because there's so many similarities between these films uh, (laughs) that that what you just said, I I will go with you on that. I will go with you a thousand percent on that. However, we get that final scene at the end where Jennifer presents herself to Valerie Harper as well. That's
1: also crazy because the Jennifer is an underlying thing. Always right, Um, you know. She just might see her. So Jennifer,
0: I could see both arguments. Jennifer represents that's my picture,
1: my uh, July Fourth to nineteen (laughs) twenty one picture. Like, I get what you're doing, but
0: that makes sense as to, to what you've presented me in the rest of the movie. So maybe Jennifer is a metaphor for evilness that is born out of trauma. Sure, except for the fact that. Mary's evilness seems to have always maybe been there. R- right. Yeah. Because it, it's before the trauma. Like, she kind of helps the trauma. Yeah. So, no, I'm with you on that. And, and uh, But I did read some things where they're like, because at the end,
1: because, yeah, we'll just, you know, get yeah. into it. Like, every member of this family dies. Yes. Uh, by the unseen hand. I mean, yeah, there's enough in this to where I do like that. There's an argument to be made for either side. I'm not like. You can't, can't convince me that uh, there isn't a ghost. Right. It's definitely the girl. Enough things happen to where you don't see a full shot where you could argue something spiritual did that. I took it as the daughter's doing all of it because still was in the realm of all the things she could physically do.
0: You know, something that, that stuck out to me because, you know, the... These things are happening. The The daughter is obviously at least getting a little weird at very least. And the parents uh, have her see a psychologist. Didn't you feel like there was some sort of similarity between this psychologist and the psychologist from happy birthday? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Almost to the <laughs> point where it, all, I knew it wasn't the same guy, but it was such a familiar vibe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're, that guy.
1: Uh, yeah. Heavy birthday to me. That was a whole other weird level. But yeah, this guy uh, approached
0: his therapy in a very casual way. Yeah. And, um, and that, that this is where it's in these therapeutic scenes that we actually see some kind of neat little acting going on by this, this child actor playing Mary Yeah, um, to where we're, we're starting to see her kind of emotional indifference and, um, you know, just sort of a, an unfeeling sort of evilness yeah um but rather than you know your our typical sort of silent michael myers slasher evilness we actually hear her verbalize and she's kind of a a, like a manipulator yeah and uh it's pretty neat
1: yeah and this is where i was going when i was saying before about how it could go either way because i did you know i read some because at the end she's like mary's dead i'm jennifer now where people are like now she's possessed by Jennifer. Yes. However, then who is the ghost, you know? Or is it is she two ghosts? Right. I don't know how ghosts work. Can you possess someone while also presenting yourself to another person? So, <laughs> you know, is she seeing the ghost or are these just people going crazy because of the loss of this one uh, person? Uh so yeah, I did yeah, I didn't think she was possessed at the end. I didn't watch this movie. I went into it going this ghost wreaks havoc on this family yeah. and as i was watching it i was like this is a story about a crazy child
0: i think you might be right yep. i really do um and cuz
1: that was my pizza cutter memory was a disembodied hand you know yeah. you don't see but you see a full pizza cutter but now watching this you just see that blade and even in some shots you do see a hand holding sure. it
0: oh yeah and, and But, you know, I wonder if maybe they're giving us both. Maybe we are supposed to believe that it is, in fact, Mary that has just, just been sort of homicidal all along. But eventually, Mary ends up in a very much like full on, you know, funny farm, uh, yeah. as we used to call it. And Pat, Pat itself, itself. And then we see the ghost of Jennifer present herself to Valerie, which I want to mention that it's it's a very it's a final scene of the movie. I remember watching this movie with somebody <clears throat> because I saw it all those years ago, and then I did see it probably a handful of years ago and it was that scene where um Valerie Harper is apparently safe. she's in bed uh she has a nurse come check on her. The nurse goes away. You kind of feel like everything is fine and done, and it, the woman suffered enough and then that quote unquote ghost of jennifer comes just rising up from behind the footboard of the bed in this sort of silhouette where there's a light like around her her um her silhouette her outline and the person that i was with said nope (laughs) no 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 no, like that it's freaky like it's it's kind of scary it is good um and it's because you can't yeah you can't see who it is and if you're a parent and you've ever woken up in the middle of the night to your child's face being like one inch from yours. Yeah. You will know how terrifying that experience Especially
1: is. Especially if you uh, think and suspect that your child might have killed the rest of your family.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad enough when they aren't like right, psychopaths. Right? they're cute. Yeah. They yeah. have a runny nose. Right. <laughs> But yeah, uh, but you're right. the the uh, The body count comes fast and furious. Um, this is an efficient ghost because the yeah. bodies, the people, start dying quickly. Uh, Graham is the first to go. Now, <laughs> this brings up. A, I don't know a lot about animals. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But if I asked ten people on the street if they thought that I put a iguana. In bed with a seventy-five-year-old, if it would kill her, uh, I don't think I would get a lot of support for that. Right? Yeah. That it would frighten her to death. I mean, it literally. feels
1: weird to say, but this is the most far-fetched part of the movie.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah, so we we yeah, grandma. I mean, because that's what well, we can run through these kills. That's fun. Yeah. So grandma's killed by. Uh, Mary possessed by Jennifer or possessed by her own just homicidal drive. (laughs) Right. To kill her grandmother so that she can get her own bedroom back, you know, which is good motivation. And she places the iguana underneath the covers and they really take time with that. we get like, uh, (laughs) we actually see the iguana like traveling up (laughs) the, the, we see it beneath the the covers. We see it above the covers a few times. And then the next thing we know, there's an ambulance and well, grandma.
1: Yeah, and she, yeah, because she kind of lifts up the sheets to yeah. look and has a shocked face. But right, which I we mean, all they, would. They've set up a lot of stuff with the grandma, like maybe she's a smoker. Like, yeah. I was kind of waiting for that. Like, there, you want to kill your people off in some sort of like cool character connecting way to them. Right, like where that seems like an accident, not the, I mean, of course, this still was supposed to seem like an accident, right. the iguana got out, but if she, you know, died smoking in bed or something like well, that. Well, they
0: fucked up, they fucked up because Mary's bed is burning before that, so they're <laughs> well, like, true. oh shit, like we already had Mary's bed on fire, now we can't kill the grandma with the cigarette, because you're Dude, right. Yeah, 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 her her bed, that's the first
1: kind of thing that happens is Mary's bed is a blaze yeah <laughs> and she just sits in it makes no attempt to get out of that bed but they blame it on the faulty the faulty wiring of yeah. this thing they had and dude i just bought an antique lamp for our living room mm-hmm. and i swear to god man i when i went to unplug it at the store i was like what a janky ass cord like yes. wow i can't like i remember cords like so now i've just been like oh my god i brought a cord like that Into my home uh, That thing's gonna burn Eventually Is it
0: that weird Sticky ass cord That like has it's that not, Weird sort of rough It's not sticky But it's like
1: It's just like They didn't reinforce it As much So it's just like Yeah This thin layer of Rubber surrounding These right. live wires And just like the You know A plug these days Is like nice and beefy It's got like Almost like finger grips yeah. on it and a whole border around it. And this is just that, like we barely made enough room to get these prongs into it and everything that connects it. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Safety I mean, he was not a concern, The things like a hundred years old. i tell you what, it's a nice looking lamp. Thank you. It's beautiful. I was very excited about, um, it. So, yes. And, but yeah, we, they blow their wad with Mary's bed catching on fire. So they can't set grandma's bed on fire, which that's you're true. right. Would have made so much more sense. Yeah. Um, almost to the point where I feel like they must have been headed that way and just somebody screwed up along the way. But yeah, grandma dies. So that's happened. And then it, which what, it's a prolonged thing
1: too. Like, oh they God. take her out to the lawn and are <laughs> using the defibrillator right? on her. Yeah. She's it, like begging her, hit her again, please.
0: Right. And yeah, poor Valerie Harper is just, yeah, like just let her He's die like, already. Roger her yeah. die
1: on the lawn.
0: So so that happened. Dennis Weaver is, is kind of indifferent about the whole thing, but. Uh, <laughs> There's some funny exchanges between he and his mother-in-law. Remember when that was a thing? That was a whole th- a mother-in-law thing was like a joke. Remember oh, like yeah. cartoons when we were a kid, and they had those like cars of the future, and then they had that compartment like sticking way <laughs> yeah, out the back. Mother-in-law. the mother-in-law, right? Yeah. Like what? the f- Who started
1: that? Yeah. like just kids. If you thought your grandparents hated you, trust me, your dad hated your
0: grandma more. <laughs> yeah, the all, the reason why your grandparents hate you. Is because your other parent hates them. It started, Yeah, you didn't start the fire. Um, but uh, They both love to drink. They had that for, like, that was
1: probably their bond. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll get sauced and yell at each other, but at least we're both still sauced.
0: When you make drinks, do you turn on all of the machines to, like, <laughs> full speed before you even start, like, pouring alcohol on anything? <laughs> because Dennis Weaver does. He does. Um, but, yeah, so that, so Grandma's gone. And um, uh, Dennis Weaver's drinking is increasing um, as is his uh, while his self-worth is decreasing. <laughs> this guy, he's I think he's almost like paranoid. Like he's he literally says somebody's always out to get me like right. at, his, at his office. Like, but, you know, that's how the, we were led to believe as kids that, like, that's what office life was like. Like somebody's always gunning for <laughs> right, you. Like. Part of my job is trying to get three other people fired, <laughs> right? While avoiding getting fired myself <laughs> right. and the I three people that are right. Three yes. Um, so yeah, honey,
1: I fucked up. I got myself fired. I didn't realize <laughs> it. Totally looped back. I fired
0: myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I didn't make the big deal, <laughs> right? Um. So, but what's fun about this though is that the. The speed of it is it, it it clips along because then we move on to you know we've got grandma out of the way but now um, there's some reason to get rid of of the brother yeah
1: well and before this yeah now she is because she first hears Jennifer yes did you uh, notice the address of this house yeah thirteen six 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 yeah boy they love to show Dude, it that six 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 jumped out to me so much that it wasn't until halfway through i was like oh my god the other half is
0: 13 it, Can you, oh my god it wasn't until like six of the 15 times that they <laughs> yes. insist on showing that to you yeah yes that is what <laughs> helped they constantly show the address yes. of this house they were proud of that
1: um yeah so i was like good job you're right um but yeah first she hears her and then she starts seeing her under the bunk bed whose base was a two and a half
0: feet high. Yes. I noticed that. Yeah.
1: Cause I had a bunk bed and yeah, when I was a little kid, you could like shimmy under it and have room. Right. But not like, you don't just going to prop up on my elbows and have a conversation with you. Right. Right. Yeah. But
0: that, yeah, that's where she sees Jennifer and she starts seeing her more and more. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting when she first see, well, you're right. She hears Jennifer whispering and, and these sorts of sounds and these things. When she first sees her, though, I wonder if there's something we're supposed to pick up here because we're supposed to pick up that she's not 18. <laughs> yes. And I did. And yeah, she is, you know, but she is
1: dressed in like a little house on the prairie dress. It is a yeah. weird. All the buttoned all the way up to the neck. Right. Full length sleeves. Yes. Yeah. Well, she does not dress like that in. Is she She's not dressed like that during
0: the wreck. is No, she? no. Remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it's you know they they go to like yeah she, she it's almost like she's uh playing dress up or something like that I'm not sure <laughs> yeah, yeah um but we see Mary go to sleep though we see her fall asleep inexplicably she's walking in the uh in her front yard and then she sits down at a tree and falls asleep like all kids do right and uh it's when she sort of wakes up that she sees Jennifer okay. so I don't know I guess that's where the title comes from I don't know if that's oh right yeah the the don't go to sleep never refers to at night (laughs) yeah sleep does really plays no role in this film yeah other than that I guess but maybe that's um, because only one person dies at night does she go to this okay so now okay now so she falls asleep and when she wakes up she sees Jennifer for the first time maybe that's like what you're talking about that that was kind of the impetus of her really like giving into this whatever hallucination yeah. or or evil that that she has within her yeah could well be i, I don't know i uh, upon first viewing i always i just took it as a straight-ahead ghost story sure um i think but, that's
1: how it's described yeah mainly.
0: i wonder if this movie came out before or after poltergeist oh
1: yeah i meant to look that up
0: i think it was after probably after because poltergeist was released in 82 this was also released in 82 but poltergeist would have begun filming Yeah, and this
1: was like December
0: of 82. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess
1: Poltergeist came out first.
0: Okay. Okay. Barely. Okay. Okay. So, well, then here's our, that might be an answer to our question then. It might very well be a ghost. Yeah, this came out in June. Okay. Or Poltergeist came out in June. Sorry. Okay. So here's what, so this that's what this is. This is a ghost story. This is a ghost story because what they said were, uh, some executives said to themselves, okay, ghosts are hot. Right. Now, again. Uh, family, like family, ghosts, kids. We'll get the kid from Poltergeist, yeah, and we'll do a, a ghost story. This Aaron Spelling produced it. Yeah, uh, he also produced Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Um, so anyhow, <laughs> um, I think it's probably maybe meant to be a straighthead ghost story, which is sad because I actually like your version better. I think it's more interesting for yeah. her to actually go to, to to the crazinesses within her. Yeah, but That's- yeah, I mean. We can speculate what the network wanted. I, sure.
1: I think it presents it in either way. Yeah. But, so kudos um, to the, maybe that was a little creativity on the writer's part. Like, well, yeah, I'll give you what you want, but I'm not really. Maybe it's ambiguous. It. Maybe, yeah, maybe. It's
0: choose your own adventure. Until that very last shot. Right. <laughs> right. But the as I said, the body count continues and we get a, a questionable death.
1: Yeah. This was one of the moments I laughed at just you know i i wasn't cuz i not cuz i was not enjoying it it's just so cuz yeah they they're playing the brother and mary are playing and she like wings his frisbee up on the roof which seems like oh you're a girl accident i do think it was intentional yes to get him up on the roof uh and Because we see, so now while he's up on the roof, we do see the latch on one of the windows open, but we don't see the full latch, so it's not like moving by itself. There could be a hand off camera moving that latch. And as he's shimmying by that window, he does look in the window and seem to see something because he reacts to something rushing at the window. It knocks him off. He rolls down the window. Great editing here as he drops. As we see him roll off the edge of the roof, Valerie drops a full watermelon in the kitchen. (laughs) Right. Which then that's like enough. You're like, okay, that symbolizes he fell off the roof. Hard cut to his funeral. I'm like, whoa, that killed him? Yes. I didn't remember that. Like so many people dying in this movie. I really don't remember anyone dying. I guess I knew, I assumed the dad died, but we don't ever even see his body post- accident you knew that a stair rail was defaced uh, yeah i know that much i've always worried about that like putting a groove in my cause i i can't tell you how many times i've run a pizza cutter up
0: my bannister at my parents house uh, but you know you're right it is a fun bit of editing but you're right it's hysterical because let me paint the picture if you haven't seen the movie and by the way no one has an excuse to not watch this because it's free on youtube Free on youtube yeah and it's the first thing you pull up. So, yeah, check it out. Um, so, Kevin falls. Now, when Kevin falls off the roof, I'm not saying that a fall off of a roof couldn't be devastating, maybe even fatal. But it's the the roof is, I'm going to say, eight feet above ground. Sure. And he's rolling on his side. Yeah. So I think that you could probably even stand up there and land on your feet, maybe break an ankle or a leg. Sure. um, But you're not going to die. And that's landing way worse. Uh, Here's the thing. He landed in the way that I would want to land. (laughs) Right. I would choose. And they don't set it
1: up like, oh, here is also a dangerous pad of concrete that's here. Right. Or, you know. Or he impaled himself on that troublesome bush we should have gotten rid of. Yeah. None of that. It's just that he
0: rolls off the roof. You don't see it. Oh, he's dead. The, the, the cut. You said it right. The cut to the funeral is absolutely hysterical. Like, if you were making a comedy, you would cut it no differently than they did. Oh. Um, it's hysterical. And it, it makes you wonder, like, are with that watermelon. Like I watched split, it alone and yelled, that killed him. <laughs> right. I always thought as a kid like this what made that scene so macabre for me was that I thought that they were saying that that was a metaphor for his skull essentially right. that like his head basically oh, exploded gosh. um after falling 8 feet even when it wasn't the first thing to hit the ground um so yeah a little a little bit of a stretch there I don't know which one is more likely to happen a elderly person dying by iguana or a ten-year-old, otherwise healthy ten-year-old falling eight feet. Yeah.
1: Well, I didn't yell when she died from the iguana, so right. it
0: might, you know, yeah, this might have been more. Outrageous. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know how that race ends. You put an iguana in the bed with a, with a grandma. Um, but so yeah. So now the brother's dead. Now we're like, holy shit. Well, bear in mind, <laughs> this family. I and, and I don't mean to make light of this, but I'm going to guess that the death of one child is bad right. in a family. <laughs> now you've lost one child a year before grandmother. Yeah. A reluctant matriarch of the family. And now the young son. So yeah. at this point you have to be like, what are we doing wrong? <laughs> right. Cause it's everything apparently. Um. So, but, but they, you know, soldier on and, um, Next in line, well. Did you like the scene where they're
1: like, where they fight in the son's you, room?
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up because, and I'll I, tell I you did why. I really like that. I remember from when I watched it a couple of years ago, like, I remember. The mom and dad.
1: The mom and dad. Philip and Laura.
0: I knew that for as, as whiny and bitchy, like an infant floating down a river in a basket, <laughs> Dennis Weaver is, I knew that there was some. <laughs> There was some point of this movie where he had some like redeeming scene. Yeah. And I, that's all I remembered. So when that scene started, I'm like, oh, I think it's I think it's here. Yeah. And he actually that scene is kind of OK. Yeah. Like um, there's it's it feels organic where there is a fight because both of them are at their wits end because their kids cannot stop dying. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because that accident happened within the year. Yes. Like that's how their right. year started. Right. They're like, how do other people keep their kids alive right. for so long <laughs> to, to like, like adolescence That's even. Right. Um, so, yeah, they have a natural fight. they are just getting a ranch house. Bikes only. <laughs> right. Yes. No watermelons. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they. uh they're having their little fight there, um, but it feels natural. And, and Valor, you know what? I'll tell you, uh, I I know what makes that scene. And it's it's something that I think would probably just be a very real detail that you wouldn't normally think about, which is when she says, you do it this time. Yeah. You put away that. She says, like, the, the little, little shirt. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of a that's pretty affecting. That, yeah. Yeah um and and it's a detail that you probably wouldn't think about but when she says it out loud like that you're like that would probably be like i can't imagine i'm not and i'm not going to delve into it because
1: that's one of those bits you don't think about but then eventually happens right you know it's hard enough to just be like oh man that would be terrible to have to to lose a child and then be like, oh, yeah, now they've got a whole room full of their things and reminders, and I have to uh, get rid of them. Or uh, you can hold on to them forever, I guess. But, yeah, you know, and it's just like how, you know, the the physical act of then doing that. And every time you get rid of something, you're reminded of how you are getting rid of this because you have no
0: child anymore that needs it. Yeah. And, and you pick up that shirt in it and it 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 smells like them. You know, yeah. you you see you picture them and it's got to be horribly traumatic. I mean just it's got to be the, the worst thing yeah. ever. But
1: it's and it's a good scene for them cuz they kind of like I believe it's still the same scene where they kind of like rebond and they're like, "Listen, it's because they find we the can pet start food. over. Oh yeah, they find the yeah, pet. Yeah, so food. that's what's so Yeah, cuz he's handing I don't what is that a giant thing of skin what the fuck is he well, trying to feed to that iguana? I mean I, I it, 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 it looks it like someone been... expertly peeled a sunburn off of their entire arm
0: well that that brings up a, a funny thing that happened just last week I don't keep the cleanest car um, but one of my daughters passed up something from the back seat, oh, and I said they said what is this and I said well it's either a banana chip or skin <laughs> Because they look real similar after a while. Oh, man. But anyhow, um, yeah, it's played out so perfectly because she's like, like kind of like, fuck you, you do it this time. And so he, he's like, well, I will then. And he goes to the closet and he starts taking out the clothes from the closet. And there's where he finds the food, the actual food, yeah. not the patch that, of yeah, skin. He
1: feels responsible to... Take care of this. This yeah. pet was his son's.
0: The whole thing's kind of pretty endearing. Yeah. And then crazy. he comes back because these these two people don't want to fight. They're just caught up in this horrible circumstance of perpetually dying children. <laughs> and so when he finds that food and it kind of immediately like de-escalates the the fight. And it's it's actually really nicely put together. Yeah. And I like it. Um it's probably if we were just sitting here and talking about it, probably the best scene of the the movie yeah i mean as far as any well, sort there of no kids in it so that helps right. <laughs> but dennis right. weaver's in it so it's a give and take <laughs> that's true but no he's not a bad actor
1: i shouldn't say that uh he's a whiny bitch I, I you, but I'll that's where that. they kind of are like listen we can start over again like right. let's get rid of this house now right so many rooms
0: we don't need I, I honestly thought they were gonna say we could have another baby like like yeah which you can yeah they could I do have, the last note that I wrote is, I believe everything Dennis Weaver says. Like, I just, he's a little bitch, but he he's kind of, he's just that guy. Like, I don't believe that this was an actor that went home and memorized lines. Like, this is this man. Right. Um, so, people are dying left and right. And uh, speaking of Dennis Weaver.
1: Yeah. Jennifer and, convinces Mary. She's yeah. like, they're going to get a new house and just forget you or leave you or yeah, whatever right yeah uh, which is not true see that's a, that's the thing also the part where i'm like i don't think this is a ghost because that that person does not seem jennifer as a person did not seem malicious right uh so it would seem weird where she's like uh, you know if anyone's to blame for her death it's mary so why does she let mary live the longest yeah you know
0: but you know, it's and it's just kind of hot it might be preposterous no, to be like you know, like what kid is going to be convinced that their parents are just going to move and leave them? But it <laughs> re- reminded me of uh, is something that I was very touched. You told me a story about a uh, a Reddit article that you wrote oh, or that you read. Oh <laughs> no, I, I, no I'm make me <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: But you did was, enough crying last. I week. know
0: we did. <laughs> but it was yeah this touching story about this what was it that the mom had left and yeah the,
1: the mom was at home with her son and she's like I'm leaving and he called the dad and he, like he didn't know what to do and so he made a sandwich
0: the yeah I know it's he the made
1: sad- a sandwich for the dad the dad comes home and just sits on the stoop and eats the sandwich in silence it's the it, is the, it is
0: the saddest fucking thing I've ever heard like, oh my God. Like, just I'd the forgotten about yeah, that. Don't remind me. Just the kid did like things. the thought to like he's going to make a sandwich. Like, yeah, oh my God. That that's, that's just the kid saddest- just
1: sat out there for like an hour and a half waiting for his dad to come home who could not come home early from work.
0: Oh. And then he
1: got there and then just ate the kid's sandwich. Oh
0: my God. It's, yeah, it's the saddest thing. So I guess apparently and he it put does. put
1: Tinder on his phone.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and it, it all had a happy ending. <laughs> Um. So, yeah. But Dad's got to go. <laughs> you know, uh, he's lucky to have lived as long as he yeah. has. Um, and uh, that's where we get our famous pizza cutter.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, close. Not from the dad's yeah, right. So the dad's up in the bath. Yes. Doing a totally a seventies thing. Like has like a bar tray over the bathtub. Yes. And it's mixing drinks in the bath. Uh, I was listening to the radio. Uh, Mary comes in to use like the hairdryer or whatever. He's like, I can't hear the radio. Bring, come set it over next to the tub. Which, listen, I've done that before. I've put electronic equipment next to a body of water. I fell asleep with my like laptop balancing on a... Well, I shouldn't say fell asleep. I passed out in a bathtub while watching a movie. <laughs> and woke up with my laptop precariously balanced on the edge of a hotel uh, bathtub. Bad idea. But even that is in a time where now we have outlets where something falls into water, it will cut off before the current goes through. Like, well, it, that's it what trip. I
0: wanted to know. Was this ever really a concern? Yes. Okay, it oh, would yeah, have yeah, been yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, unless your outlet has those like reset or test buttons, mm-hmm. you will die.
0: Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. a constant flow going through there until it comes unplugged. Got it. Got it. Got it. okay. So, so yeah. So, so we, probably the most plausible death of the film by far. Yeah. Okay. But
1: another one where it's like you don't see anyone do it. It almost seems like the wires getting pulled, and that's how it gets knocked
0: in. So it's not like it gets pushed. Isn't that funny that they chose to do that? Like they. Well, that would it-
1: indicate there was someone over further away. It's not like the thing just tipped in, right? It's almost like since the girl's not a ghost, right? She had to pull on the cord. This
0: is a this is the Cynics horror movie. Yeah. A real person killing people. And imagine. then
1: yeah, and now and mom's gone. She's getting pizza. Now she's home. This is the folks. This folks the moment you've all been waiting for. <laughs> right. It was the moment I was waiting for yes. while watching this whole yes. And it uh, delivers. Yeah so to speak. And yeah, and the daughter comes down like, uh, nothing's wrong. Yeah. There's a little, you know, a little the lights flicker and go out. And yeah, the girl comes down. I did love where she's like, Can I cut the pizza? She's like, Sure, I'm gonna go up and check on your dad in the fucking way she's Yeah. She's like a mad person. Right. Cutting back and forth. However, that will show you how ineffective a pizza cutter is as a weapon. Cause I'm sorry, if you've ever done one slice across a pizza with your home pizza cutter, I'm sure there are Pizza places that keep yes. nice because they're constantly cutting pizzas. That's what they do. That's Yeah, that is uh, <laughs> primarily their business. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you have a home pizza cutter, you have to go through a pizza three or four times before you cut all the way through cleanly an entire slice. Right. So, yeah, this home pizza cutter is not a m- danger
0: m- to you. Like, if you wanted to just, like, massage your temples, you might be, you know, well off to just rub your pizza cutter up and down it. Like, nothing is going to happen. Yeah. Uh,
1: So, yeah, this whole sequence, though, is great. And I'm like, like, I get why this stuck with me. Yes. It's such a good sequence. Because Valerie is freaking out upstairs because her husband is dead. Meanwhile, and just the shots of the pizza cutter, you have the first one. It's so slow. It's just along, like, the counter, like, the groove and the tile on the counter. And then, yeah, up the staircase. And then, then it's like along the wall, but it just feels like more aggressive because it is fucking cutting into right. the wall. Yeah. Uh, and then as she's as uh, Valerie's trying to call 911 to, you know, because her husband is uh, electrocuted. Old boom right over the wire. cuts <laughs> the phone wire. Yeah. It's out of the hall. I don't know how that worked, but it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. I'm sure that. Houses were wired pretty jankily, especially retrofitted with telephone shit. Uh, yeah, and that's when, you know, I love the mom. The girl just greets her so happy and yes. then thrusts that pizza cutter at her. Right. And it gets and closed in the door, and it looks like such a dangerous weapon in that. That, that whole yeah. minute and a half.
0: I'm just like, no, yeah. Well, and pizza I, cutter's bad news. And I just love to think about the Valerie's thoughts when she finds the dead husband because okay, so the one daughter dies in a in a freak accident, then her mother dies. Okay, th- none of this is is normal, and then her other child dies. But he was kind of reckless. I mean, he played with bunsen burners, so that <laughs> kid, nobody, reckless. that kid was never going to see thirty, no matter what happened.
1: But yeah, he had a foot and a half high flame going earlier in the movie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Just I've never no even operated around. a Bunsen burner yeah, myself. No. Um, so, but, but imagine though, like, okay, so that kid's dead. Your, your grandmother or your mom was already older. Anyway, these things happen, but now to have the husband dead on top of it, worthless as he was, but um, th- now that her thought just has to be like, what the fuck <laughs> is happening? There? Right. Um, now she does make a pretty quick leap to, ah, my daughter's killed everyone yes right yeah and uh helped by the the pizza thrust right. well that's true yeah but um but so but now- she still
1: seemed to think it and like she wouldn't have closed the door had she not suspected it anyway
0: now i I'll t- i will admit that's i had that's
1: mother's instinct
0: i had to uh run to the bathroom real quick and so i i did fill me in on what was the transition of Mary then going into the padded cell? Oh, shit, man. I'm uh, not happy you asked that because I was just sitting here going like, <laughs> what kind of
1: happens? Like, how does she get away from her? But she just runs out of the house. She, yeah. she falls down the stairs. Yes. And goes to the hospital and is treated for a cut or whatever injury. She is sustained. But And then she's talking to the orderly and she's like, I didn't even tell them that I. <laughs> but she says it so casually. It's such a weird moment delivery where she's just like i didn't even tell them i suspect my daughter has killed everyone in my family what should i do (laughs) right you know uh and then yeah they kind of have the girl committed but i don't remember how that necessarily happens
0: well how that happens the pizza cutter
1: had happened and i was just like i can relax and stop paying attention to this now
0: yeah, not sure how she gets into the insane asylum, or at what point they just ratted out her hair to make her look like an even crazier person. <laughs> right. um, so, but it all happens somewhere along the way. So now she, once she's in the asylum, Mary. Yeah. Um, she uh, things are. Becoming, this is where she retells yes. the whole tale of the actual accident. See, yeah, yeah, the night
1: of the accident, right? And then that's where she's like, "Mary's Mary died." Mm -hmm. I'm Jennifer. Right. Right, And then we see the silhouette rise up. Yes. And it's
0: Jennifer in Valerie's room. Yeah. Uh, Valerie Harper is going through it in this movie. Yeah. It never ends. Which is why I think
1: she's just crazy at the end. Yeah. Right. Well, she'd be better off that way. And has taken on you know all this talk of her dead daughter and whatnot. Yeah. Now she's manifested it herself.
0: Because at that well, there's point,
1: no one left for her to kill, so
0: no, right. And uh yeah. And not much of a well, I was gonna say not much of a life left for Valerie Harper, but at this point she can literally start fresh. Yeah. you still have she's the one like daughter one of but those she's people the- who
1: like thought you know someone thought they died in nine eleven. She's they're like, nope. Oh, right. Skip in town.
0: She's a nine eleven survivor. Right. Yeah um and uh it's pretty dumb reference well, I, don't know but why I have mean, said that <laughs> but but the idea that um she's kind of like those those bad people that like abandon their family that is fine and right. go start a new life but, but she, she just gotta have to reason. get a
1: new license like she can still use her same name
0: yeah and then like when
1: she goes out there's on, no internet to look it up like if you start dating her they'll be like yeah hey, I did like a quick Google search on you your family died right. Your daughter did it?
0: Yeah. Nobody's going to be making like a clay composite bust of her to try and like figure out where she is now. Um, But (laughs) don't you remember that there was that famous case of a guy that killed his whole family um, and like his two kids and his wife. Uh And then he moved and started a whole new life. Like he was an accountant, whatever. And then some guy made a bust of what he would like an age progression bust of him. And um, just even like guessed at what glasses. But it turned out that it was like pretty much dead on and somebody saw it on like the on TV and they're like, I know that fucking That's guy. That's my accountant. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, so, yeah, it happens. I don't remember that. But uh, so sick yeah. reference, though. But, right. <laughs> but yeah, she could just go. Now, when she goes on her first date <laughs> and you're just kind of getting to know somebody. That's going yeah. It's a challenge <laughs> for her. That's always, you know, the if she can get past that first date. Yeah. Yeah. I don't date people with kids. Yeah. I'm sure that if we have kids that they won't all die. Like that can't happen. That can't keep going. Yeah. And then the person is like, well, that's funny because it seems like that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> right. Because it never stopped for you. Bright side is we don't I don't drag it out. It happens. Right. Boom. Yeah. Um so. Yeah, going crazy was maybe just the most convenient option for her. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, life life and you just don't <laughs> mix. Uh so that's that's our movie. Yeah. But fun I mean, along Do you the recommend way, looking it up on YouTube I, and watching it for I free? I do. I do because it's 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 funny. I mean, it moves it's not boring, right? No. So I mean, it's kind of fun to laugh at. It's free. It's uh, not the clearest picture that you've ever watched. No, of a I film. was like, I wish that I tried. My, my audio for like an was HD. a little off in the beginning, too. Like, oh, my, was it? my audio wasn't synced up oh. in the beginning, but that fixed itself. Um, but no, I think it's it, look, if you're sitting here and maybe you're in your uh, 20s, maybe even 30s, probably, and uh, you have no idea what we're talking about when we say TV movie, <laughs> um, check it out. Yeah. This is a good one to start with.
1: Yeah, you could see how you used to have to write to have a commercial break. Right.
0: That's always movie. fun when like when we see it kind of dim out a little <laughs> yeah, bit, you no, know I commercials know what's going, going on. Yeah. So, um so no, I recommend this. I think that, that look, there is some subconscious reason why you and I would still be affected by this movie 40 years later. Yeah. Um so there's got to be something happening there.
1: Yeah. You want to watch this play Candy Crush fine divine wouldn't like the TV <laughs> oh I forgot that's the only game you can make a reference to uh, <laughs> but yeah you know when you hear pizzas here pizza time when you hear Valerie say pizza time put your phone down watch for five minutes and then finish that level
0: <laughs> right know i hope yeah i hope you don't want to an iguana. yeah uh but it, it's fun and it's just good enough to not be awful right yeah i agree where are we up for time yeah we're enough
1: <laughs> over an hour so we did it, we did it. yeah i know i, was, I looked at it 45 minutes i was like what? what already yeah but now it's over so that was a "Don't Go to Sleep" from 1982. Uh, please join us next week. This one I've never even heard of. This one and it's one you've never seen. Do you wanted to cover it. Yeah, I can't. I'm uh, looking forward to it. Uh, from 1983, Mausoleum. Mausoleum. Nice. Yeah, isn't this great Then no, we'd have to? Yeah. Had a great excuse. like, about I saw that was all <laughs> of Right, that you would want to see. Do you remember who won? Yeah, surprisingly, even though we Okay, good. Good. I agree. You know, he was like, I will not participate unless I win this. Like, you can fuck your TV special. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, looking forward to it. Okay, well, please check out our website. What was that? Oh, Tim broke his microphone. Looks like I get to finish out the episode. Oh my god, is it like feedbacking? It looks like I'm gonna unplug you. (laughs) Haha Here, I'll fix it while I talk. Oh, okay. Did you lose the spring came out? Oh, do you have it all? okay uh yeah watch this double duty this is gonna be impressive so please check out our website slumberpodcastmassacre.com shoot us an email slumberpodcast at gmail.com a huge thank to our patrons you help make this show possible we couldn't do it without you um check 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 nope oh i unplugged it A uh, huge thanks to our patrons. You help make this show possible. Please hit us up like with some ratings and stars and whatnot on your uh, favorite. Uh, try that, out. that. How you doing? Kaboom. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Hit us up with some ratings. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, that helps us out a lot, too. Helps us become more visible so I don't have to do it via Twitter. I'd appreciate it. So, yeah, check us next week, Mausoleum 1983. Tim, do
0: you got anything left to say about don't go to sleep? Well, maybe not don't go to sleep, but I just want to tell you in continuing celebration of our two-year anniversary that if my mom ever left the house, that I would make you a sandwich. <laughs> Thank you. Or or some pizza. Now I'm hungry. Actually, I'm more hungry for pizza <laughs> yeah, I right now. Pizza now. Yeah, I want pizza now. All right. No, let's go to some pizza, okay? Bye.
1: Bye! <laughs>